Hello everybody, Ricardo Rosales here with the truth behind success and today I really want to talk about scarcity mindset which we've all at some point or another have had for whatever reason and I was just watching a video by Tony Robbins where you know he's telling a story on how when he was very young, I don't know, 17, 18 years old, he was living in, in Venice, California, and he only had like 26 bucks to his name. And, um, you know, long story short, he, he walked to get lunch, and he had to pay like 6 or $7 for the meal, and, you know, he was looking at the scenery, like the yachts, and dreaming on what, you know, life would be when it came to, you know, becoming rich or whatever. <clears throat> and then in the same you know, restaurant, there was this kid that came in all dressed up, opening the door for his mom or for this lady. He, you know, he didn't know it was, it, it, it was his mom. And, and then, um, for some reason, Tony got, you know, in love with his kid on the way he was handling this lady, you know, pulling the chair out, treating her with, uh, as a gentleman, like well, with respect. And, for whatever reason, uh, Tony came in and talked to the kid and said, man, congratulations for being such a gentleman, taking this lady out to lunch. And the kid goes, well, it wasn't, it's not my date, it's my mom. And Tony's like, well, that's even better, And but you're taking her out to lunch today. And um, the kid is like, well, I don't, you know, I don't have money to pay for this. I'm just a kid or whatever. And Tony's like, yes, you do. And he pulled out the rest of his money that he had on his pocket which was probably $17 or whatever, and gave it to this kid. And, and this kid is, you know, lit up or whatever. And then he walked away. So he was like, man, what do I do now? I'm, I'm freaking broke. Like, I have no money whatsoever. I just gave all this money to this kid. And uh, next thing, you know, next day he opens the mailbox and, and there is a check for $1,300 that somebody owed him and sent him a, a, a mail, I mean, a check for alone he had done to a friend or whatever and he had no money to his name and now he's wondering how he's gonna go get the next meal how he's gonna go pay rent and i think we've all been there uh, i can relate to that story um I, when i was 17 years old also i had just moved from venezuela to miami and um my father we you know I, at least I would get my father to pay for rent. He was paying for for the car I couldn't drive because, uh, you know, even though he bought me a car, I couldn't drive it because um, I didn't have a driver's license. And and the reason why I didn't have a driver's license is because he didn't live in, in the apartment with me. I was there pretty much by myself. And so I had to wait until I was 18 years old to legally go and get my driver's license and, and, and be able to drive the car. So it took a few months before I was able to go on my own. But I called a friend of mine who actually was 18 year old, 18 or 19 and had a driver's license and said, look, man, if you can make it uh, to my apartment, um, we can take the car because that was one of the rules. My dad is like, you can drive the car as long as he's a friend of yours that's old enough to drive and he's got a driver's license so we can go and, and do stuff. Right. But my allowance had I had run out of money because um you know, paying for school and, you know, I would take the bus every day back and forth uh, to, to, to college, even though I had a car, you know, I didn't want to break the rules and I didn't want my dad taking the, the vehicle away from me either. Um, so I, I followed the rules. So I took the bus every day. So any, anyways, long story short, I was broke. Like I had no money whatsoever. 
I didn't have any savings, um, but I and, I and I was hungry. I wanted to eat, and I started looking under the mattress. I started looking on jeans that maybe I had left some coins in there. Uh, I mean, I was looking everywhere, and I don't know if you guys can relate to this. Uh, maybe some of you have never experienced this, but in my case, um, I had no money to my name, and I, I managed to put together like $2 and $3 or something like that, 3 $4. I can't remember. It was all in quarters and, and dimes, and I mean coins. I mean, I had a whole bag full of coin. Um, and it was sad, you know, that <laughs> you got this nice apartment, you got this nice car and, you know, you, you don't even have money to go buy food. So what we were trying to do is, man, we were just trying to have some lunch and, um, I put all this money together. My friend came over to the apartment. We drove on my, on my car or he drove to in my car and we went to the famous Taco Bell. And back then, they used to have like these, I don't know, 50 cent tacos or whatever. And I said, look, man, we're going to Taco Bell, but we cannot spend the money on the expensive tacos and burritos. We got to do it with the cheaper stuff that we can get. That way we can stuff ourselves and get some food. So he's like, I get it, man, no problems. And, and he didn't have money either. So we were both on the same. We're two broke kids uh, burning gas, going to Taco Bell just to get as many tacos as we could afford with whatever change we had. And I remember I was in line with all my change on my hands and I just happened to look down to, to the floor and I looked at my feet and one of my shoes, uh, shoestrings was untied. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go tie this thing. But as soon as I'm reaching down, I noticed that right next to my foot, there was a little bill, you know, it was a dollar bill, but I didn't know how much it was or whatever. But it was all crumbled up, so it couldn't you couldn't see how much money there was. And I just picked it up, man. I put it on my pocket. I looked to see if anybody was looking or if anybody was looking for the money. Because if I would have seen somebody looking for the money, I would have just went and gave it to them. But nobody was actually missing that bill. And I just put it on my pocket. We proceeded to buy these tacos. And, and we ate, you know. So we got on the car, and then we went back home. Now, I was so scared of that bill that I didn't even pull it out to pay with it or whatever. I just put it on my pocket, stuffed it, and paid with the coins. Well, long story short, when I get home, you know, we, we just started talking or listening to music or whatever. And then, like, probably two hours later, I was like, man, I wonder how much money there was on that bill. And um, I, I pulled out. I put my hand on, on, on my pocket, and sure enough, there is $100. It was a hundred dollar bill. And I'm looking at my friend like, dude, this is crazy. And he's like, what are you talking about? I didn't tell you this, but when I when we were at the, at the Taco Bell, uh, and by any means, I'm not making any promotions of Taco Bell or whatever. Uh, and full disclosure, this is not a paid advertisement. Uh, I'm just telling you where I was that day and how it happened. So I was like, dude, we got, you know, when we were there, I, you know, I, I reached down to tie my shoe and, and, you know, long story short, I saw this little bill that was all crumbled up in there and I, I just picked it up and put it in my pocket and there was, there, they didn't seem to be anybody missing it or whatever. So I just put it in my pocket and if I would have seen somebody, you know, missing it or trying to look for it, then... Um, I would have probably asked him if they, they're missing something. I'm not going to say, are you missing a $100 bill? Everybody's going to say yes to that. Um, so he's like, so what happens? I was like, dude, 
check it out. And I pulled out, and it was $100. And we felt like we were multimillionaires that there. I, I mean, you go from trying to scramble 2 $3 worth of coins into a $100 bill. That is insane. So he's like, what are we going to do with it? And I was like, well, pretty simple. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'm going to buy me enough groceries for the week or, or for the next couple of weeks so I can cook here and not spend money outside. And uh, the rest of the money, I don't know. We'll see. And he's like, well, let's go. And I was like, no, look, man, we got no money right now. So I need to save money for gas. I need to save money for uh, buying food for the essentials. I don't need to be go going out and, 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 you know, spending this money on buying stuff at the mall or whatever. But that's just to show you that sometimes when you are, you know, in need of something and you start, you know, focusing and, and, and directing the attention into those kind of things, it will show up one way or another. It might not show up the way you're waiting for it. It might not show up exactly like you're hoping it would show, but you're going to attract it. And what I did that day, I believe that I, because I was searching for money so bad, somehow I attracted it the right way. And I just happened to find that $100 bill on the floor of a Taco Bell. Um, you know, when I needed, needed it the most. And I actually, uh, also one thing I did is when I found those two or three dollars that I picked up through three, four dollars, I can't remember it. This is a long time ago. So that I picked up from, from, you know, scavenging around my apartment. Um, I, you know, when I had the money and I was like, okay, I know there's no more bills. I know there's no more coins. I let go of that emotion and it was kind of like in the past because now I have found this little bit of money that could help me. I don't know how many times I've been in my business where for some reason cash flow gets tight. Um, closings do not happen when they're supposed to. Um, you know, uh, people that were going to bring you money for whatever reason do, don't bring you the money because they changed their mind or whatever. And now you, you were counting on that money to make a deal or to purchase a property or to pay, you know, payroll, whatever the case might be. And then you're wondering, man, where am I going to find this money? And all of a sudden, the universe rewards you with it. It sends you that plus some more. It's happened to me almost on, on a yearly basis. At some point during my life, during the year, when I needed it the most, money, and it's not just money, but people and, and opportunities and things that, you know, the universe is going to reward you one way or another. So... In an essence, the the the, uh, the scarcity mindset will actually keep you from receiving those things, from being open to receiving all the abundance that you're looking for. And that doesn't have to be money abundance. I'm, I'm relating it to money because that's probably what most people can relate it to, but it could be scarcity of love. It could be scarcity of health. It could be um, scarcity of creation and imagination. It could be a scarcity of energy. So if you start focusing on the things that that uh, that you want and not the ones that you don't want, then they will find you one way or another one. So that day, uh, Tony was focusing on, you know what, I'm going to give this kid all my money. And he didn't know how he was going to get money again. And next thing you know, he opens up uh, the mailbox and one of his friends had paid him a debt. And now he had money for like two more months, you know, to get by. Uh, on my case, I was focusing on finding money, but, you know, in my apartment. And, and, and once I found enough, I said, okay, good. I'm going to let this go of this feeling 
that I don't have enough, that I found what I needed to at least put food on the table. And an hour later, I'm $100 richer. It happens to us in our business. It happens to us in our lives. It happens to us in, in you know, in many different aspects. So uh, I, I want you to, uh, you know, or I don't want you, but I, I highly suggest that if you want to have an abundance mindset, you start sharing, you start giving, you start, you know, um, focusing on the things that you want, not the things that you don't want. And you'll see how the universe is going to start aligning itself to conspire on your favor. Um, if you read the book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, he talks about that. He talks about how the universe aligns uh, to, to, to reward you and to take you to the places you need to be. And it doesn't necessarily take you through the path you want to go to. Uh, most people's path to success starts from the bottom and they see a straight line all the way to the top. It doesn't work that way. It's more like a, like a, like a valley you know, you go up and down, up and down, up and down, and you get setbacks, and you get hit, and you get, you know, you stumble upon things. Um, so you just got to keep in mind that you have to punch through those walls, and you have to, if you get down, then you have to just get back up. That way, um, you eventually get to where you need to get. So uh, a scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset, you know, if you can give you shall receive. But if you're one of those people that you just hoard money or hoard love or hoard things and 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 you're not able to share it with other people, you will never have enough. You will never be satisfied. You know, I get more satisfaction by giving than by receiving. So I'm a giver. And 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 also I had to learn to be a receiver because most givers are not well receivers. So I had to train myself to be a receiver. And then, you know, I said, look, I'm worthy of receiving. I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of, you know, getting all the things that I want. And when somebody offers me something uh, or a compliment, like we see it all day long. Somebody comes and tells you, man, nice shoes. And then you look at the other person and you say, oh, your shoes are nice too. You're not really receiving it. You're actually giving it back because you're now turning around and complimenting the person that complimented you. If you get a compliment, then the way to really identify whether you're a receiver or not is to say, hey, man, nice shoes. And you go, oh, thank you. And that's it. You just take it. You know, you just receive the compliment, but you didn't have to toss it back and and put it back in there uh, on them. So. Yes, it's nice to to where you can compliment another person, but you got to work on or we have to work on on keeping that, you know, that acknowledgement. That way we we become receivers as well. That's for the people that are givers. Uh, Now, there are people that are receivers and they're not well givers. And those are they just want to take, 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 take like like, um, you know, corrupt politicians. They just want to take and take and take and take. And they don't care that there is people starving. They don't care that there is people, you know, uh, kids not going to school because they're stealing the money or whatever. Um, so that's a different story. But those are, uh, you know, receivers. And, and, and they're not very well at giving. And, and a lot of them accumulate wealth and, and, and money because they, they're able to hoard that, that cash, um, if you will. But at the end of the day, are they really happy? Are they really, you know, fulfilled with who they are and how they do things? 
I don't know. I can't say it because I'm not in their shoes. But logic tells me that they're not. Otherwise, they wouldn't be hoarding more and more and more and more. I think hoarders uh, <clears throat> really is a disease. And, and you don't necessarily have to hoard uh, material things. You can be hoarding other things. Um, and, and on some cases, um, you know, politicians, uh, and I'm speaking about Venezuela, who's a country that's been in Venezuela and any country in Africa that's got some sort of regime running it or whatever. There's some socialist communism going on. Um, you know, these people are hoarders and, and, and they're not, they're not givers. They're just, re if they were givers, their countries were in much better shape. Um, so because they couldn't, they couldn't keep the money to, to, you know, to themselves. They, they will be forced by their conscious to treat their people well. And in this case, you see most of these countries are starving. So that's a very, a very good case of somebody that's actually a receiver and not a giver or uh, not so much a receiver. They're more like takers um, because they just take stuff. They don't, they don't receive it. They didn't, you know, they didn't get it from somebody you know, that was willing to give it to them. They just took it. One went out and took it. It's like stealing, whatever. But anyways, you get the point. A scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset. Um, if, if, you want to, uh, if you want to start forming an abundance mindset, I will highly suggest that you start giving. And you don't have to give money. If you don't have money, don't, don't give money. But this is one of the best ways to start giving. Go on your closet and clean it up. Start picking up the clothes that you have not used in years, even if they look good. You know, just take them out of there and put them on a bag, go to Goodwill or the American Red Cross or whatever, you know, um, entity that, that you know, that you want to give it to uh, in order for charity, you know, to do some charity and give it to them. They're going to put it on the right hands. You will get a feeling that is so fulfilling you have no idea. I mean, I do it all every year. Every year, my wife and I, we just clean our closets out. We go and we don't care if the, the clothes, they look good, if if we only used it two or three times. If I'm not using it enough, I don't need it. So that's, that's, that's what I think. And what I do now is I put them all together, I put them on a bag, and then I go out to these places and I, I give it to them and that's it. And, and by the time I leave, I feel so gratified. I feel so good. So I highly suggest you try it. You know, go out and, and things that you're not using at home, that you're just keeping saving for a just-in-case day or, you know, it could be furniture. It could be, uh, you know, electronics, whatever. Pick it up. If you don't use it anymore, and give it to somebody that needs it, that will benefit from it. And that's one of the best ways and the cheapest ways to start giving and to start creating an abundance life. This is Ricardo Rosales with The Truth Behind Success. You can find me at ricardorosales.com or thetruthbehindsuccess.com. I'm doing this because I want to impact you on a positive way. I want you to connect and relate to some of my stories, to some of the things that that's happened to me. Um, not everything that's happened to me is pretty. I've had ups and downs, and I believe that's called life. And I think we we uh, I think we all went through you know we all go through those cycles. I don't care who you are, if you're a multi-trillionaire, or you're just 
somebody that's poor that's trying to find the light and trying to look at the light at the end of the tunnel, find the light at the end of the tunnel, um, this podcast is for you. Uh, this is not to, to motivate you. This is not to inspire you. This is more for you to relate to somebody that has gone through all sorts of things. And by any means, I'm, I'm complaining about my life. I'm actually very grateful about all the good things and the bad things that I've gone through. Um, because that's what shaped me into the person that I am today. And I just want to give you this. Um, I don't, I'm not expecting anything back in return other than a message or a, a five-star review. It's the only way I can keep continuing to do this. I'm taking from my time. I'm taking from my resources in order to give it to you. This is how I'm creating my, my abundance. I'm giving to you a lot of information that you're going to use whichever way you want. Uh, I may be right. I may be wrong. But at least... I'm able, I'm open to tell you what the truth behind success from my point of view looks like. So um, stay tuned for the next episode. This is number 13. And reach out to me, info at thetruthbehindsuccess.com. Send me your comments. Send me a message. Um, as soon as I start releasing this podcast, because by the time you're listening to this, I've already recorded it uh, a few weeks prior to. So... I want you to send me a message and you know ask me a question and and I'm gonna start answering questions during the the, the, the following podcast. Uh, but for now, I just want to wish you a great day, a great week, a great month, a great year, and I wish nothing but the best for you. Thank you.